Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one, except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. It's the podcast that's younger than Lombamba, but older than Taylor Swift's extras or errors. What's the name of the, the movie? Errors. Uh, again, errors. I don't know. Becky wants to go see it, though. This guy's of a certain age. Robbie Koblenz alongside Art Shirley. And no Jay Reed. No Jay. <laughs> that should be Jay's theme. Jay Reed. Yeah. Whoops. Jay Reed. Missing in action. Close enough. Yeah. Anyway. So Becky wants to go see the Taylor Swift movie. She does, yeah. I don't particularly want to go see it, but I, I may owe her. <laughs> I, oh, you do owe her. That's not dragging a her to... Uh, to what? One, to one movie after another, superhero movie after another. You probably owe me for that as well. So, but that's <laughs> yeah, the way it goes. Because I dragged you to. Him. Yeah, you you yeah. Uh, unwillingly. So, yeah, I don't. You know, Taylor. So, what would be the, uh, um, what would be the equivalent of Taylor Swift for our generation? That rattling hum. Going to see the rattling hum movie. No, 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 no. I'm oh, talking I'm about sorry. as an artist. I mean, Madonna maybe. But Madonna didn't perform her all all her music. Yeah, uh, Debbie Gibson did for her Out of the Blue album. She mm-hmm. she wrote everything. She produced. She played, I think, all the tunes on it. But like, I mean, would there be an equivalent from eighties, seventies, eighties that would be match Taylor Swift? I, I think probably. I think Madonna, in terms of you know all the. The fan stuff as well. I agree. She didn't. She didn't write all her stuff. I'm not sure what she wrote when she didn't write. But uh, I think in terms of a phenomenon, she's yeah. probably right there. Maybe so. Mm-hmm. Maybe so. Or Billy Ray Cyrus with Achy Billy Brakey. Ray Cyrus is you know the first one that comes to mind. Aki <laughs> Breaky. He just got married for the first time. I saw. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think he's a year older than I am. Uh, Sixty-five years ago today, La Bamba was released wow. by Richie Valley uh. as we record this. Yep. Para La Bar, let's see, Parabellar La Bamba, to dance the La Bamba, much grace is needed. Of course, I was not aware. What are the words of La Bamba? <laughs> Very good. I was not aware of La Bamba until uh, Los Lobos. Oh, really? Until uh, they remade it? Until they remade yeah. it with the, uh, with the Richie Valley story, which yeah. was La Bamba, right? Yeah, Raham. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lou Diamond Phillips, I think. Lou Diamond Phillips, yeah. yeah. So, Big Bopper. Who yeah. all was on that plane? It was uh, Buddy Holly, uh, the Big Bopper, and uh, Richie Valens. Richie Valens. And I guess there was a pilot. Uh, I'm not sure if there was any, but those were the three That's the stars. Day. Yeah, the, the day, day the, the music, music died. died. Uh-huh. So. And Waylon Jennings, I think, was the guy that was supposed to be on the flight. And um uh, Buddy Holly was sick, so he didn't ride the bus, so he was going to ride the plane. But uh, I think, I kind of think that uh, Gene Vincent, the big bopper, is that the big bopper? I don't know. Anyway, he and Waylon Jennings flipped a coin to see who else got to go, and Waylon thought he had lost. But he won. Yeah, that's right. But he won. All right, let's jump into some Geeks of the Week. Obviously, Jay's not here, so Mm -hmm. that'll at least be modern geeks from this this century. So what, uh, what you got on your nice, shiny iPhone device. Well, uh, we talked about, uh, we've had a lot of folks from uh, the world of geekdom pass away this past week. Uh, Mark Goddard, who was in Lost of Space, play, Lost in Space, played Major West in that, passed away just recently. Phyllis Coates, who was the first TV Lois Lane, not the first Lois Lane, uh, but played uh, Lois Lane in the 
first season of The Adventures of Superman, starring George Reeves. Uh, she was later replaced by uh, Noel Neal, who had played uh, Lois Lane in the first Kirk Allen movies. Uh, and then Piper Laurie passed away, who was in a lot of stuff, but uh, in terms of geekdom, is known for being in Carrie, the mother in Carrie, oh, original gotcha. Carrie with Sissy Spacek, and also in Twin Peaks. And I'd forgotten she was in Twin Peaks, but she's she's in that as well. Uh, and then geek-wise, I saw that uh, Gargoyles. Do you remember the cartoon Gargoyles? I Gargoyles. Were, you a fan, were you a fan of that at all? I watched a couple of It seems of like it came out around the same time of Batman the Animated Series. It yeah. was probably trying to hook into that same vibe. It was part of the Disney Afternoon, which we played at Channel 5. They had DuckTales yeah. and a few yeah. other things. And it was a little bit Ooh. darker than uh, than probably DuckTales was. Ooh. Yeah, but they're doing a live action of that. They're making a live, and I don't know what streaming service. I would imagine it's Disney Plus if they still have the rights to that. But I would think so. Yeah. Gargoyles. But a live action gargoyles. Wow. I'm just waiting for a live action DuckTales. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> um, You've got the theme song ready. I do. Yep. I do. Ooh, ooh. Oh, shout out to uh, Jody Huddleston, who is one of our loyal listeners uh-huh. from Leland, Mississippi, who knows you. Jody Schaefer Huddleston, yeah. Yeah, so she came into the uh, wine bar a couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago, and we were talking, and she's like, your voice sounds familiar. And I mentioned you, and she's like, oh my goodness. Well, it wasn't quite that dramatic, but she <laughs> actually has listened to the podcast. That's neat. Yeah, that's really, I did not realize that. Yeah. yeah. One of our 49 loyal listeners. Uh-huh, that's and, right. Number growing every day. Or not. Yeah. Uh, growing negatively <laughs> or positively. And uh, Mervin texts me. Uh, yesterday, and what did Mervin say? What he would, did Mervin say? It was a correction of uh, Ken and Jarris, is what it was. So, yeah, he's like, uh, it's Ken and Jarris, K A N A N J A R R U S from Rebels. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it was the Ahsoka episode. So, we've got to, we've got to set up for Mervin's ready to come on the show at some point. Yeah. So, um, Jonah Holland also commented on the uh, show who, who came in and talked The Last of Us with us, remember? Yeah. He enjoyed the Ahsoka episode and said uh, he was obviously a bigger fan of Ahsoka than I had been. Yeah. yeah so. I'm telling you, if you watch the 82 episodes of I Rebels. Know, I need to go and, do that. And Clone Wars. Yeah. I've started rewatching and that, that run, the uh-huh. Mortis Gods run from um, Clone Wars is great. So. Cool. But yeah, if you went back, you would enjoy, you could savor. It would be a better experience. For I you. need to do that. It's a great pairing. I'm selling it short, I guess. Yeah. So, but all right. What else you got geek wise? That's it for me. Geek wise. I'm sure there's other stuff, but it's all I remember. Well, that's what matters. So, uh, oh, wait, what? one, oh, what? What? one uh, passage that we forgot to mention, and not that she was ever in Time really any passages. Was Suzanne Summers? Oh, Chrissy yeah. from Three's Company. Three's Company. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but never, as far as I know, never crossed into the geek world in terms of science fiction or the other stuff we watch. But certainly part of our lives growing up. You know? Boy, all our 70s uh, heroes and, yeah. and uh, fandoms are starting yeah. to pass well, away. You know, John Ritter passed away years ago, and, yeah. and now uh, uh, Suzanne Summers, Chrissy. So um, Don Knox is gone. Don Knox is gone. I think yeah. both of the Ropers are gone. Yeah. Um, uh, Joyce DeWitt. Yeah. Who played... Can't remember. Carol? No. I can't remember either. I can't remember. Anyway, yeah. uh, it's still around. I think there's a couple others that are still around, but... Yeah, Three's Company. Yeah. Come and knock on her door. Which was a remake of a British series called Man About the House. 
We've been waiting for mm-hmm. you. Where the uh, kisses are hers and hers is his. Three's company too. You know, there's just not a lot of sitcoms like that anymore. No, they're not. You know, just just uh-huh. fun one-off episodes yeah. with this oh, overarching yeah. premise yeah. Right. that anybody could watch. Yeah, I mean, for the most part. Yeah. So. Yeah. Of course, the Barney Millers of the world. Oh, Barney Miller was a great show. Wasn't Night Court. <laughs> you yeah. Know. Well, they did they did reboot Night Court. Did Speaking, you watch it? I watched probably the first, you know, four or five episodes. I thought it was fun, but it just uh, wasn't quite there for me. And maybe it's one of those things where, you know, it's going to be better in the second season. I think they did get a, a second season. But I haven't watched. It Are you going to watch the uh, Frasier reboot? Uh, I don't know. It's on Paramount Plus, which I still have because I keep forgetting to get rid of it. Uh, I probably will watch an episode a lot. And I always liked, of course, I would love Cheers and always liked Frasier as well. But, um, you know, I'll just have to check it out and see. I wonder if it's one too many times to the well. Hey, maybe. Yeah. I mean, you know, Kelsey Grammer is a yeah. fabulous actor, but I, we're, and we're watching Halloween stuff this month. Oh, are you? So, yeah, we're watching Fall of the House of Usher. How is that? Ooh, pretty Ooh. intense. Isn't it? It's intense. intense. Yeah, it's it's neat because of the references to the Poe material. Yeah. But wow, it is really, really intense. It is a, it's one of those that's uh, just like Drew <laughs> suggested to watch it. And we're watching my son, Drew. We're watching it and it gets very uncomfortable at times. It'd be uncomfortable with me just watching it. <laughs> it's just, there's too much. Uh, you know, there's too much gratuitous sex and violence in it and stuff, but, but it's, it's really more gory sometimes than scary. But it's it's really well done too, though. It's well written, well acted. Does anybody say for the love of God, Montressor? I don't. I, that's I think coming up. Really? I don't think. I don't. Yeah. Well, there's. Oh, I'm gonna have to watch it. I'll, I'll have every to skim episode. It. Every episode has is titled after uh, a yeah. work of Poe. Yeah. So we've had. Um, Murders in the Rue Morgue. Yeah. Uh, and there's, uh, you know, a little bit of a feeling of that, of what happens in that story adapted gotcha. to the, the whole thing. And the whole, the Usher family is uh, a family that's made fortunes, made their fortune uh, through pharmaceuticals. And uh, so it ties in with some of the real world situations, you know, with big pharma and things and, and marketing things like OxyContin and, um, and anyway, those they're being sued, and so the fall of the house usher is what's going on. Uh, but uh, let's see. I think the Telltale Heart is the one oh, yeah. that we haven't watched yet. Uh, I don't know if there is. There's the Black Cat was an episode. I don't know if there is a Casco Amontillado uh, episode or not. Which is my favorite poem. Uh-huh. And that's for the love of God. God, Montressor. Yeah. Why, yes. But see, those names comes up. Like Prospero is a name in it, and Fort, uh, Fortunato is a name in it. Uh, so, I'm I'm scanning through the first episode. I haven't mm-hmm. seen it. And I think Fortunato is the, the other character in uh, Casco Montillado, isn't it? I can't and I always called it a Montalado growing up. Oh, uh, that, yeah. But anyway, uh, and it's got um, I forgot it's got um, uh, the president of the colonies from. Bellstar Galactic. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, what's her name? Uh, Mary McDonald. Mary McDonald, who's great. So Mary McDonald, like, right? Yeah, okay. Mary McDonald's great. So it looks like it's a lot of flashback. Yeah, oh yeah. The whole thing, uh, and this may be a spoiler a little bit, but I don't, I'll try to keep it spoiler free. The whole thing takes place after, um, uh, in the midst of this trial. Ah, um, uh, got it. The, um, the, um, Head Usher, the head of the Usher family, uh, invites 
uh, Dupin, Dupin, who's the detective from uh, Murders in the the murder in the murder in the remorse. Yeah. Anyway, he's the prosecuting attorney in this, and he's telling them what's happened. Uh, this is not a spoiler, but all his children have died. You find that out in the first yeah. little bit. And so each episode tells how one of six children have have died. Oh and wow! That's uh, tied into the story. Uh, Mask of the Red Death. That was probably the hardest one to watch. That's the second episode, and um, it is really really tough. But again, it's, I'm, I'm going through. It's, I'm skimming through it right now. It's so. yeah. It's um, it's again borrows from that idea of the Mask of the Red Death. Oh wow! Ooh, that is pretty brutal. Yes, there at the yeah. end. Uh-huh. Wow. Is that acid rain? Uh, uh, no, don't answer. I'll I'll figure it out later. So, wow, kind of cool. So, all right. Yeah. Well, and it, of course, what it's done for me is I've gone back and said, "Oh, I need to go back and revisit the." Uh, the original work, the source material. Yeah. Which most of it's, uh, short stories anyway. So it's not hard to go back and yeah. do it. Um, the, the poems are referenced. Um, the Raven, I think is, is going to be, uh, one of the overarching themes of the thing. Another Battlestar Galactica actor. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh-huh. What's his face? Uh, uh, who's was one of the final five Cylons. Spoiler yes. alert. Yes. So. Uh huh. And that's uh-huh. about the only thing I've seen him in other than this. Yeah. I was trying to think where he's been. Yeah. Interesting. And so. this this is a continuation of the series that began with The Haunting of Hill House. And Drew says it's like the fourth season of things they've done. And they use the same cast, uh, pretty much the same cast, the same core cast anyway, yeah. and, and tell a new story. Interesting. So, okay, I may have to like get a little bit deeper into mm-hmm. it. I'm skimming right now even as we are recording. So, And like I said, it's not particularly scary there are scenes that are certainly scary, just some yeah. jump scares and things. It's more, more intense. Huh? More intense and, and just kind of gross. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why you have a 30-second uh-huh. move forward button. So, yeah. you know, pretty simple. Anyway, well, my um, my Geek of the Week is a much more simpler time. Um, the BBC has announced um, that they're going to be showing all 800 episodes of Doctor Who. Oh my gosh. On their iPlayer. It's the first time that the entire, it's over 800 episodes of classic who plus new who as well, but it's going to be on the BBC iPlayer. BBC years ago rolled out this huge technology initiative with their iPlayer where it's basically their own version of Netflix. It's got their whole library in it. And if you recall, BBC is, is government subsidized. It's like mm-hmm. PBS meets Cinemax, essentially. Yes. Uh-huh. And yeah. so uh, everybody, you have to be a resident of the United Kingdom um, to be able to log in and play iPlayer. But And is know, that an app or yeah, is that? I think a, okay. it's an app. Okay. I think it's an app. But I think you can also get, also get to it through the website. Okay. But they're bringing over 800 episodes of classic Doctor Who on. Wow. So there's some speculation that that may make its way to Disney Plus. Yeah. Okay. Uh, since there's been the big infusion of cash from Disney to help with the upcoming uh, uh-huh. new seasons of Doctor Who. Right. But one of the things that's, it also includes not only Doctor Who, but the Sarah Jane Adventures, Torchwood, and Class. And uh, they're going to do the old Doctor Who confidentials, which were the behind-the-scenes shows that wow. uh, popped up um, that didn't get play here in the U.S., but they would run an episode of Doctor Who, then they would do the confidential show afterwards that would be interviews with cast, creators, and whatnot. So uh, everything's going to be there, with the exception of the first episode, the first serial called An Unearthly Child, because the... Um, 
copyright laws uh-huh. for stuff written back in the 60s were not quite, those contracts were not quite as ironclad. And the son of the guy who wrote An Unearthly Child has been in a legal dispute with the BBC over some uh, ownership. His dad came up with the idea of the TARDIS, came up with several wow. of the ideas in that original uh-huh. pilot. And so uh, An Unearthly Child will not be on the iPlayer yeah. Um, archives. So um, that's a single episode. Well, it's the first four. So okay. if you recall, Doctor Who was usually um, oh, one, you know, one four, story told over four. four um, yeah. Sometimes six, sometimes uh-huh. two, um, you know, back in the old days mm-hmm. as opposed to the one hour format. Now. Wow. So, but I, I, that would be great if D, if Disney Plus would be able to pick that up. That would be a coup. Right now, you can get BritBox, which I think Jay still has. Maybe mm-hmm. he, would, he would share his password with us. <laughs> so I had it for a short time, just I think to watch something. Yeah, but it's not something I kept. Yeah, uh, or, or maybe I do have it and I've forgotten. <laughs> and it you've too. forgotten it. So yeah. I thought about um, I thought about pulling a subscription to BritBox and going back and mm-hmm. watching probably the four. But it'd be nice if it was something you already had. Yeah. 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 The four, 400 episodes of Dr. Who I probably have not watched. Yeah. So. Wow. That's impressive. Are they all an hour? No, no. So the original episode, the original run was um, episodes of 26 minutes, okay. I think, 24 minutes. Uh-huh. Very much serialized, cliffhanger. Oh, okay. you know, you'd always have a cliffhanger at the end, and the theme music would come in. You know, and you knew it was over with. You didn't know what was going to yeah. happen until the next week. So. Okay. Was that, did that cross over storylines, or did it like wrap up kind of without the. Or did they they do a cliffhanger tease into the whatever the next story? No, was? it was basically for the the four episodes. Right. You had cliffhanger yeah. from episode to episode for that and particular then series. Episode four would resolve yeah. things, and then yeah. you'd move on. Yeah. Okay. Um, there was some serialized storytelling as you built mm-hmm. the world and the mythology throughout. But what's really interesting to go back, I think I've talked about it before. The whole idea of the time lords and regeneration. Yeah. None of that was original. At the beginning, they mm-hmm. kind of invented this whole mythos as they went along. Yeah. So but, that's pretty uh, impressive. But anyway, eight hundred plus episodes. That's crazy. Of course, we're at two hundred fifty plus episodes. Wow. And we have nobody suing oh, us for copyright right. infringement. Nobody at no, all. Not yet. Anyway. Not not yet. Yeah. Oh, we invented the idea of guys. Of a certain <laughs> that's age. right. Yeah. Who are you? So yeah. anyway, all right. We're going to uh, take a break. We're going to talk uh, some of the changes at Marvel and maybe what it pretends for the future. And we're back. Uh, now, Art, you guys talked about the changes of Daredevil last week. Yeah. They've, they ba- Marvel has fired the showrunner, I mean, the director and writers. Yeah. They've, they've shot like four or five episodes of Daredevil. Yeah, maybe, maybe even as many as six. But yeah. uh, during the writer's strike, Kevin Feige and others started watching what they've got, and they said, this is not what we want. They were, they were doing uh, more of a, 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 a legal uh, procedural. You yeah. know, almost to like, which they'd kind of done already with Pete, She-Hulk. They had a Peter Falk appearance. Yeah, you know. That's right. Yeah. So, so they're going back to uh, the drawing board, as they say, and, uh, and, you know, revamping the whole thing and trying to get it more in line with what they were doing at Netflix. So, you know, wonder why not, why is that creative team that worked on Netflix just not brought into the fold? Yeah. 
So maybe that'll happen. Maybe some of them will be there. Well, there's been a lot of disappointment in the Marvel camp with some of the recent offerings. That's what we mentioned that too, that they're really struggling. Secret Wars was not very good. Uh There was a lot of, uh, did you guys talk about how much infighting there was in the Secret Wars writing room? No, uh uh-uh, didn't. Yeah, yeah. We, we mentioned Secret Wars being a disappointment. Yeah, but, but their writers, there was a lot of feuds, a lot of wars in the Secret Wars writing room. Whoever was the creator. There's no fighting in the whoever. war room. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. We've yeah. been watching a lot of George T. Scott movies. Yeah. Now, what were you saying? Uh, but um, yeah, apparently the guy behind the Secret Wars, the showrunner, I guess, for it. But he's not a showrunner. He's not. Okay. Yeah, but go ahead. Anyway, um was not familiar with the source material. Yeah. Didn't have any real, you know, knowledge or love of the source material, which I think is a problem that Marvel's starting to run into. Yeah. You know, they really are. Uh, so, I mean, not that it needs to, uh, you know, be completely like the comic book. I mean, I think we've realized the movies don't have to be that. And I think most of the fans of the material realize you're going to have to make concessions, but don't, change our characters that you've established over 20 plus movies yeah. you know, and do that. Well, and I think part of the problem has been they're, they're, they haven't had a traditional showrunner. Uh, the, the Marvel TV offerings, boom, <laughs> it's, I'm ghost, swinging. it's the ghost of Jay coming uh-huh. in and popping in. Um, but you know, they haven't had a traditional singular creative voice who's saying, okay, Hey, this fits from, episode one to two, two to three yeah. and whatnot. It's uh they, and we've talked about this before their TV has been movies broken into segments. Yes. Yes, absolutely. They, and what, uh, sometimes what they've done is taken, you know, I'll be, I'll be uh, gracious here and say a two hour idea and turn it into an eight hour idea. Sometimes yeah. it's not even that much of an idea. More like but a 92 minute idea. Yeah, but basically that's what they've done is they've taken a movie idea and said, let's stretch this out rather than saying, let's take this, this format that we've got and use it to its full advantage by really developing characters and, and making those and giving them motivation to make these things work. I just never, a spe- secret wars, especially to me just felt like such a hodgepodge of, yeah. Of, of of characters thrown out without us really knowing their true motivations. And again, some of them that we did know, some of them that we th- probably could have done a little shorthand with, uh, Nick Fury, mm-hmm. uh, Rhodes' character, uh, the uh, Colonel Rhodes' character, uh, those characters were just completely changed from what they'd been. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in, in I mean, it's that whole idea of, okay, we're going to take X idea. Yeah. And we're going to milk it as far as we can. Yeah. And try to get, well, I think that's very true. So, and I mean, and you said, like you just said, how many times have we reviewed a Marvel series? It's like, this would have been a good movie. Yeah. It would have been a good movie. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think they've realized that that's, that's I think they have too. And thankfully they have, that's good. So maybe we will see better, better daredevil than we were originally going to see. Have you been watching Loki season? Yeah. And I like Loki. Do you like it? I can't decide if I do or not. I've, I don't know if I went into it with lower expectations or what the deal was, but I've kind of enjoyed it. Now, again, it's one of those, it's going to be one that I feel obliged to watch. I still am not quite to the point where I go, oh, Loki came out today. Yeah. Um, but when I watch it, I usually enjoy it. Uh, but it, I'm starting to wonder, are we going to drag? You know, it, are, have we already hit the point where we're starting to see the drag? Yeah. Because to me, even with all the drama that's going on behind the scenes, we should have had Jonathan Majors in it already, and yeah. we haven't had him. Spoiler alert, by the way. 
I've enjoyed seeing uh, Keyway uh, character short round from Indiana Jones. Yeah, and again, I'd like to see more Obi. of him. Yeah, <laughs> Obi. That's right. Yeah. Obi. Uh huh. I thought that was a great character. I but thought he was going to call himself Obi. Then at the end, it's going to be Kenobi. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, but. Uh, Again, the first episode I, I really enjoyed. The second episode I started to sense the drag, and you know they could they could run into that because again it's one of those probably is going to a good movie idea, and so there's going to be filler episodes that nothing really happens much. Well, I I'm, I'm a little tired of the '70s aesthetic mm-hmm. on the sets. That, yeah. That's kind of wearing on me a little bit. The automat with the Nothing but pie. Nothing but pie. Yeah. And it's only one type of pie. Uh-huh. Have you ever eaten at an automat, by the yeah, way? Yeah, I think I have once. Where at? I don't know. In Chicago, maybe? See, I think it would be cool to go to an automat. I think so, too. But. I feel like I have. I don't think it was in New York. I think it was probably Chicago. Yeah. It would be interesting to eat mm-hmm. an automat. I guess they have them in Chicago. Or did it well, they're point. primarily known for New York. I don't yeah. know if there's one in Chicago. So maybe, now, maybe, it was, maybe it was one of the early trips to uh, New York that yeah. I took. But. I, it's the probably ba- a past life that I'm remembering. It could be, it could be. <laughs> um, but bouncing around on the timelines with Loki, mm-hmm. it, it's getting. I'm not going to say confusing, but it, to to me, the Marvel stuff has suffered by not having a consistent vision across all properties. Yeah. I'm going to be curious how the Marvels does. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, already just expected to tank. It's like, I don't know how they do this, but they, they, they is this expected to be the worst opening for a Marvel movie I haven't yet? seen that yet, really. Yeah, uh-huh. Wow. And how do, I mean, how do they know that? I guess they're, they're polling people, but, you know, they're people that are probably answering these things are probably the ones that, you know, hate the Marvels anyway, hate the whole idea of yeah. know, the, the thing. Um, anyway, we'll see. Is that going to be a movie you watch on opening weekend? I don't know. I don't know that there's any movie I watch on opening weekend anymore. If I'm not seeing Taylor Swift, but uh, <laughs> um, I don't know when. Th- when does it come out? Sometime in November. Yeah. Um, let me see if I can find the opening. We just uh, haven't been to other than Barbie. We haven't been to a movie in for, uh, forever. I November like, ten. So I really wanted to see weeks. the creator, and now I'm thinking, well, I'll just wait till that comes out. Yeah. yeah. Or just go get you a Sony FX30, make it yourself. Hey, there you go. Three thousand dollar camera, and they made uh-huh. a motion picture with That's right. It. Even though what it's about a seventy thousand dollar lens, I, you know, I, yeah. If uh, I go, it'll probably be us going. Yeah, I was going to say if if, yeah. if I'm going to go, it's going to be the you and I and maybe the other one going, um, because that's also actually I've got friends coming in that weekend, so probably not. But yeah. hey, you sh- you should come hang out because they're old Miss people too. Oh, okay. I'm surrounded by old Miss people right. consistently. This is my version of I guess I, purgatory. <laughs> uh, I didn't say Hades. I said uh, purgatory. So, your version um, of Hail Sting. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Uh, I might want to see it that uh, Sunday afternoon as a match. Yeah, that's what. That's probably kind of the the sweet spot for me too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just kind of go see it, and, and maybe we go out to eat afterwards and discuss it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. or come here and discuss it, or promptly forget about <laughs> yeah. it. So. That's a very real possibility. Uh, speculation too. that Thor may show up in it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, they're, they really are mm-hmm. kind of. I'm not going to say scraping the bottom mm-hmm. of the barrel, but the thing is, I like all the people in the roles that they play. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not one of those that says, "Oh, this needs to be somebody else playing," you know, Captain Marvel or or yeah. uh, uh, Miss Marvel or what's the uh, impulse. Rambo's impulse? Yeah. Impulse. Okay. Um, I'm just going to look at real quick. I'm going to Google M- MCU mm-hmm. TV series and. 
I don't know that Miss Marvel was not the last one I really enjoyed. Um, let me scroll, scroll, scroll. Transition to don't really care. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which was good. I never finished it. I need to go back and watch all of it. Agent Carter was great. The Netflix series we've talked about, Ad Nauseam, Daredevil was great. Really liked Jessica Jones. Yeah, a lot of people don't, but I really liked that too. I thought Jessica Jones was great. And David Tennant really helped with that first season. Yeah. Just an incredible villain. Luke Cage was okay. I Iron... liked Luke Cage. Probably liked, I think I liked Luke Cage better than y'all did. Yeah, mm-hmm. Iron Fist. Yeah. The Defenders was good. Punisher never watched. Yeah, I never watched Punisher. Uh, never watched Runaways or Cloak and Dagger, which was on Hulu and Freeform. Um, Adventure into Fear, Hellstrom, was on Hulu. I don't even remember that. I don't remember that either. It was based on Ghost Rider and the siblings, Damon and Anna Hellstrom. Was that an animated thing? Mm, I I don't remember that at all. I don't remember that at all. So let's see what is on. And then Legion was the one that was on FX. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I've watched an episode or two of that and enjoyed it, but just never really got into it. So the uh, the episode, the Phase 4 TV, WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki, What If, Hawkeye, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, and She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really, I like Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I like Falcon and Winter Soldier. I liked WandaVision. I mean, I think that it had probably... Probably the weakest point of that was the ending of that. Yeah. Just because it was so reliant on the upcoming Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. But um, what's interesting here is also all the episodes, I mean, all the shows, with the exception of WandaVision and She-Hulk, are all six apps long. Yeah. Which kind of further... I liked Hawkeye a whole lot. Yeah. Hawkeye was great. Uh, really liked Miss Marvel. Moon I Knight. I thought that was good. Moon, we talked about Moon Knight, yeah. too, and it was just kind of okay. It's just, yeah, yeah. And I didn't know if it was because I was not as familiar with the character or just didn't. I mean, I, I thought it was well done, well yeah. acted, but I just didn't, it didn't hit for me. Yeah. So Loki season two, Secret Invasion, which was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what about Secret Wars? I mean. Secret Invasion. You're talking. There's Secret Invasion, which we just did. Secret yes. Wars is coming up, right? It's going to be a um, a movie. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Is I Secret Invasion leading into Secret Wars? I don't know, yeah, but see, I, I mean, either. you know, and the, you know, that's the thing. Are we are we are they going to reset? There's speculation they're going to reset everything. Yeah, I've heard that too. You know, with at the end of the Kang saga, mm-hmm. and and bring back. Uh, uh, Chris Evans and and Robert Downey Jr. bring those characters back in. Those actors or those characters? I think both. Okay. I wow. mean, who knows? Nobody really knows. Yeah. So, but. Well, they're waiting for all those guys to like go. Hey, you know, uh, I could use a little bit of that Marvel money. Need again. a little bit more Marvel money. Uh huh. Um, so, but we'll we'll see what happens uh-huh. with all that. So, and the Fantastic Four movie is still yet to be cast, right? I mean, we heard rumors for a while, but I don't think anything's been solid about that. Yeah, I mean, you know, there was a lot of hot um, hot buzz about it, mm-hmm. as opposed to hot futs, which we rewatched <laughs> this last weekend. Oh, did you really? What a great movie! It is a great movie. So, but anyway, and uh, I mean, I'm re- reading on it. Uh, chat thing that this is this will tell you. I don't know if you watched it or not, but uh, there people are saying well, the Disney movies have made the Immortals look good, not the Immortals, the Inhumans, the Inhumans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. People are looking back at going, you know, this is what it really meant. It have been as bad as we thought. I need you know? to go back and rewatch. Yeah, Inhum- I never watched the Inhumans. I, I watched, watched like the first two episodes, maybe just the first episode. I of watched it. the first twenty yeah. minutes. Yeah, and Anson Mount, great actor. Of course, I love him as Captain Pike, yeah. but. Um, 
you know, for him not to be able to speak, it's just mm. a terrible thing to do to that mm. guy because he's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, really, he's a great actor. Yeah. What's the name of the dog? Oh, Lockjaw? Lockjaw, that's it. Lockjaw. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. sure is. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. Yeah. All right. So hopefully showrunners incoming for yeah. Daredevil. They will change that for all new yeah. shows. I just think it may be a little too late. I think it may be too. So. I think it may be too. I think they probably need to have some really good movies again to get people interested in it. Yeah. And then kind of go back and rethink how the series works. And I don't know that the biggest casualty of, of this is not going to be uh, DC. Oh, I saw something uh, that I started to share with you guys. I didn't do it, but uh, it's got a picture of the Batman or the Batgirl movie. Yeah. Know? And it says congratulations to being to Batgirl for being the the biggest uh, the money maker for DC this year because <laughs> the write off made more money oh. than like Flash and Black Adam and I Shazam. Tell you, it's just it's just yeah. It's yeah. It's really dismal. Yeah, dismal so, comics. Well, I guess are we at a point where we just stop paying attention to comic movies? We've gotten all we want, and then oh my we, gosh, you know. So it's all Taylor Swift now. Maybe Guys I'll... of a certain age covering Taylor Swift from now on. Swifties. Well, that will be the last I appear on this podcast yep. if that's what happens. So, but uh, yeah, I just I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, the next thing I guess I, I want to see what happens with um, the Mandoverse movie on the Star Wars side. Yeah. So uh, I've been watching Wheel of Time and it's not very good. Oh no! I thought you were going to go the other way with that. Yeah, I just. Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. Well, maybe, maybe I could stay awake. So, yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, we've stayed awake through this whole podcast. Thanks for joining us. Hopefully we might have Jay next time. Who knows? We'll see you then.